the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And news, news, huge news. And the ongoing soap opera that just has limitless episodes. Seems like it's been on air for decades. As the Aaron Rodgers world turns, may have mercifully reached its end, Lundy, as Mr. Rogers showed up to Packers team facilities today for testing. Uh, there are pictures of him circulating with some pretty badass shades at Green Bay Packers training camp. So, you know, the whole hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod, owed to the last dance that he had posted on social media, and so did Devontae Adams with Jordan and Pippen. Uh, yeah, that was very telling of what the intention was. He is going to play another season in Green Bay, maybe a contract restructuring. This could be, and more than likely will, be his last season with the storied franchise. But he's going to go out with a bang, which means there's ripple effects here, my man. And one wager in particular that I love available right now, uh, this one I pulled at DraftKings Sportsbook, Devontae Adams to lead the league in receiving touchdowns at plus 750. Yes, please. You got to remember last year, Devontae Adams, of course, with Aaron Rodgers chucking 48 TD passes in an MVP campaign. He had 42 red zone targets. That was number two, trailing only Tyreek Hill in that category in the NFL. He had the most red zone receptions, 30 Overall, uh, double figures as well in end zone targets and end zone receptions. Guy had 16 touchdowns last season, and we know how inseparable Rodgers and him are uh, anytime near the chalk. And, and Adam's always getting off on his breaks, getting that separation from the defender, getting himself open. And when you have one of the most accurate quarterbacks in NFL history, throwing nothing but tight spirals into your general facility, chances are he's going to come down with it. I think it's a minimum of 15 touchdowns of what should be a spectacular potential final year with him and A.A. Ron. So fade or follow my Devontae Adams take here that he leads the NFL in TD receptions this season. Again, plus 750. And I took that personally. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? Between the two favorites, at least at our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, both at plus 750. Uh, no thanks, Tyreek. Yeah, I'm, I'm going way towards Adams just because you've got tunnel vision right now and you still don't have – uh, enough other receiving options, in my opinion, on that roster. Yes, they have some other potential talent, but no one at the level of Adams, which means when you get down into that red zone or you get to the opportunity where you got to have the touchdown, you know where Aaron Rodgers is going to look. He's going to look to his boo, and his boo is going to pull in at least 13, 14 touchdowns. Yes, I think he could easily wind up paydaying this one at 750. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is one of my favorite uh, long-term futures on the board. And, and look, Lundy's even debating tying up money for uh, an eternity here. So, you know, that's great news. It is an eternity to go all the way through now an 18-week. I mean, I'm sitting there looking at my watch. I'm twiddling my thumbs. I'm tapping my fingers on the desk. I can't wait to get my money back from these people, Brad, <laughs> oh, and by, then some. By the way, I said 16 touchdowns. That's what he had inside the red zone last year. He had 18 total touchdowns overall. So, I mean, 15 should easily, he should easily cross that threshold. And you're right, really the only threat is Robert Tunyon, as you got Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Alan Lazard and Amari Rogers, a rookie out of the slot. And if, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers rumors about, hey, I need Randall Cobb and they trade him from Houston. I mean, it, it's not going to matter. 
uh, Adams is going to dominate this season and likely score you a winner-winner chicken dinner again. 18 TDs in 14 games a season ago. With that, let's get to it on this Taco Tuesday edition with the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, here is the subject matter for today's Twitter poll. Again, you can cast your vote right now at Noisy Huevos and drop us a comment as well. I will reveal the poll results at the end of today's podcast, along with any comments that you may have submitted. And the prop tied to the poll, Dalvin Cook rush yards this season. Pulled this one from FanDuel, the over-under at 1,399.5, minus 111 in either direction. And I am on the... Under on this one, uh, look, Dalvin Cook uh, is more than the Chef Boyardee of NFL running backs. He's more like the Wolfgang Puck, a guy that uh, just cranks out luxurious meals in the box score repeatedly week in and week out. But he has not exactly been the picture of perfect health in his NFL career. He's missed at least a pair of games in his last two campaigns. Two years ago on 250 carries, he had 1,135 yards. Last season on an exhausting 312 carries, 1,557 yards on the ground, uh, crushing the over on this proposed number. 66.7% of his yards last season came after initial contact. He's got a young offensive line. Uh, The Vikings have made some investments there, getting Christian Derisaw in the draft. We'll see if they can gel in time uh, under Clint Kubiak in this zone blocking scheme to really open up gaps early and often for Cook. But you look at some of the prognosticators out there. Yeah, they're saying uh, 1,399.5. That's a wee bit aggressive. Uh, Jeff Ratcliffe's got him Pegged for 1,256 yards. Uh, Mike Clay of ESPN, 1,354 yards. And Fantasy Football Today, the only one I saw that was over with 1,456 yards. So knowing the injury downside, knowing that the offensive line, it still has some moving parts at play. Yeah, there's some offensive continuity across the board, but this number uh, a little bit too rich for my blood. So, again, I am under 1,399.5 rush yards on Dalvin Cook. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one for the same reason. It's just a little bit too high of a number. It just I, I think he's going to have a solid season. I agree with you about the offensive line, but at the same time, you know, again, from a fantasy perspective, we're not telling you to stay away from him necessarily, but at the same time, this betting number is just too high to me. I'm I'm siding a little bit more with Clay on this one. I feel like he finishes somewhere between 1250 and 1300, 1320, somewhere in that range feels about right for him because they are going to have to lean on him. They've got such a, a, a great opportunity to throw the ball downfield. We know they've got a couple of great receivers, including uh, Justin Jefferson, who God, I love watching him play football. Yeah, um, so some great opportunities to throw the ball, but the only way they're going to be successful there is to run it. They've got to have some solid play, especially right out of the gate. Maybe first four or five games of the season have got to be solid out of that offensive line for them to have the confidence to be able to continue to hand the ball to cook. But I think he's going to come in just under, underneath this number I think there's better betting value out there on other running backs some of the other rushing props we've talked about here on the pod than this one in particular for Cook so this is probably one I would stay away from because you never know all of a sudden he could crank out a 220 yard gain game but I do think this number too high I'm gonna tuck underneath don't expect Cook to boil over number four all right moving on uh, one of my favorite player props that i have unearthed here at uh, some of the legal sports books out there when you compare it to other sports book offerings joe burrow 
who miraculously, uh, and this is a statement about modern medicine, uh, was available day one of training camp, but he wasn't standing on the sidelines. Uh, he was taking snaps. Uh, he was dropping back in the pocket, and he was firing bullets to the sideline uh, via some of the videos that were circulating on social media to a plethora of nuclear weapons that he has on this roster, uh, most notably Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Quite the triplets combination there in the Queen City, and that's why I like the over on 24.5 passing touchdowns, just minus 125. This one I pulled from points bet. And you compare that to DraftKings and BetMGM, it's two full touchdowns less compared to those other guys. That's why this is such an extraordinary value. Now, Mike Clay's got him uh, projected for 26 passing touchdowns. Jeff Ratcliffe says, uh, Captain Hook, is still going to come into play here. He's got him at 24 fantasy football today at 25. But unanimously, all of those forecasters have him right around 600 pass attempts. So volume will be king here. Remember last year before he was prematurely cut down in that game against Washington with that gruesome knee injury, 13 passing touchdowns in 10 games. And here's where I think the sky could be the limit for Burrow. He had some growing pains in his inaugural campaign. Number 43 in red zone completion percentage. Number 36 in deep ball completion percentage. Number 32 in overall adjusted completion percentage. With the experience, with the pedigree that he has, with the weapons around him, with a sketchy defense as well. We'll see about the offensive line and whether or not they can protect him. And that's going to be paramount to his success here in a sophomore campaign. I think he's going to be sensational, man. I think he's going to wind up uh, at a minimum in the 26 to 28 passing touchdown range. So are you with me? Fade or follow Joe Burrow slamming the over on the 24 and a half passing touchdowns prop minus 125 at points bet. Like a bad Guy Fieri show on Food Network, we're going shopping, Brad. We're going shopping. you got to find yourself the value, and this is a really good one. You and I talked about this one yesterday on the SiriusXM Fade the Noise uh, radio show where I am keeping the seat warm for senior fun buns mm-hmm. um, this, uh, this week. But we talked about this one because of the fact you can shop around and find yourself a nice advantage uh, by finding that 24-and-a-half number. As you look at these props, please make sure you're doing that, folks. Look around, see if there's some little extra value here and there. Um, but I think he gets up over this number. I I, I feel like he's going to finish around 26 or 27 because of what you talked about with the weapons that are around him. I think he's going to come back with some confidence. I think he's going to come back with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, knowing that he did not get a chance to finish out his rookie season because of that injury. I think he wants to come back and show people that he is as good or better than he was last season and make that uh, jump into year two. So I really think this is a solid number to be able to to uh, rack up your dollars over the course of the season. This is one of the ones, Brad, that I'll tie my money up as we get into the season. I like this total. Burrow for all the bucks. Number three. All right, moving on. Uh, we talked about Dalvin Cook earlier. Well, let's stick with the Cook theme here and get in the kitchen. Is it going to be too hot for Brandon Cooks of the Houston Texans, knowing that Deshaun Watson... May or may not be on the field, and more than likely, he's not ever going to take another snap for the Houston Texans, and we'll see if he even plays this season. Could be stuck in football purgatory. We'll see if he can be traded, maybe to the Philadelphia Eagles, maybe the Miami Dolphins, maybe the Denver Broncos, maybe a wild card team. Uh, but then again, he could be suspended the entire year. But anyway, whether it's uh, Tarod Taylor or Davis Mills for Brandon Cooks this season, I love the over on 895.5 receiving yards on this prop at minus 110. This one I pulled from DraftKings. 
DraftKings Sportsbook last season. Now, granted, more competent quarterback play. 119 targets, 81 receptions, 1,143 yards, and six touchdowns. Uh, working in concert with Watson and Will Fuller, who is now a member of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Cooks a season ago, he was wide receiver 67 and catchable target percentage and still was able to post that gaudy line. Why? Because he gets ample separation, number 17, and average target separation. And he was also number 11 and completed air yards. He's been over 1,000 yards in five of his last six seasons. And this is one of the widest discrepancies you're going to see from projections to odds maker line. Again, the line at 895.5. Mike Lady ESPN's got it projected for 1,099 yards. Jeff Rackless of the Rant Podcast here uh, on the Sawdust Network's got him projected for 1,100 yards. And Fantasy Football today at 1,020 yards. I think Cooks comfortably gets over this number. Why? Because volume is king. Fade or follow. This is all about Cook staying on the field, as we know. He's had some concussion issues, but if he's out there, yes, there's going to be plenty of volume for him, despite the fact that you know he's kind of stuck in purgatory yeah. uh, in ah. terms of where he's playing. But I, I think he hits 1,000. So to me, this is a comfortable number that I will follow uh, and take the over because it is all about volume, volume, volume. Now, if he gets hurt... And all of a sudden, everybody's coming back and you guys didn't realize he was going to. Oh, shut up, uh, because we can't predict that any better than you can as a fantasy or as a better. But if he can stay out there on the field, I think he can do it even if he misses a game or a game and a half. Brad, I, he, he's going to see the volume, which means he's catching the ball. He's down the field. He's got a thousand yards. Stick around for our top picks and Major League Baseball plus bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get to the diamond. We had a good night, Lundy. Uh, overall, the featured wagers that uh, we had, Atlanta and New York, Mads, DeGrom even start, didn't matter. The under still hit. Mike Miner hit the over on strikeouts. Uh, Boston did not hit for me, though, in the over the runs. And J.D. Martinez got me a hip and not an RBI. But some of the other wagers you made, cash money. So let's stay hot right now in the MLB. And let's start off with Sandy Alcantara. Of the Miami Marlins. I'm going to take the over on four and a half strikeouts. And let's get seduced by that juice. Plus 110 available at DraftKings Sportsbook. He's going up on the road against the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles have the sixth highest strikeout percentage of any team in Major League Baseball over the last month. Yeah, Alcantara has only been over this four and a half K line in one of his last five starts and 10 of 20 games started this season, but he's pitched well on the road, 3.63 ERA. Uh, he's also enticed overall a 12.0 swinging strike percentage. And you look at the O's, just a 691 OPS in the month of July. So Alcantara, I believe, is going to get Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, five Ks. Kick it old Captain Hook. Yarr! To the curb and scoring again at plus money. Fader follow. Ooh, plus money. No, you had me at plus money, and then, of course, you also had me at Baltimore. Uh, <laughs> so I think we put those two things together, and this feels like a five, maybe even a six strikeout affair for him. Uh, you know, we, we've been trying to find some of these value picks with the strikeouts, especially if we come close to or creep into the plus money. Uh, we've been able to do that over the course of the last week and a half or so. So I like this one. I think he gets up. Like I said, I think a half a dozen is within reach for him going up against the O's. Yeah, hopefully the Marlin will score you. Some money. Number one. All right, my top pitcher prop of the board tonight. Uh, let's go with Kenta Maida of the Minnesota Twins, who just recently traded Nelly Cruz, the Tampa Bay Rays. They're already in sell mode, but I'm getting, again, enraptured, getting seduced by that juice. I love the over on six and a half strikeouts at plus 120 available at BetMGM against the Detroit 
Tigers. Uh, you look at Maida, what he's done. He's been over the 6.5K line in three of his last four turns. Uh, and, and a pitcher against Detroit this season, he's done this twice in three starts. Eight strikeouts, seven strikeouts, six strikeouts in those three turns. 16 innings pitches, five earned runs against those Hello Kitties of Detroit and the Tigers. Number 12 in strikeout percentage over the last 30 days in baseball. So back-to-back plus odds on these pitcher props. Lundy, is it a back-to-back follow as well? What say you? Uh... Okay, I'm going to follow. Here's why. I think this is going to be such a sweat. I've been staring (laughs) at this one in my notes all morning as we've been getting ready for the pod going, do I fade him? Do I follow? Do I fade him? Do I follow? I really do believe this is going to be as he is nearing, uh, you know, his his upper end of his pitch count when you're starting to watch. Okay, wait a minute. Is the manager going to come out to the mound? Is he about to get pulled? What's going on in the bullpen? How much longer is he going to be out there? I just need one more strikeout, damn it. Uh, I that's at least that's how I am on the couch yeah. usually when yeah. I'm watching these kind of games. Little intense. I will follow you, good sir. I will follow you, but oh my goodness, am I going to be sweating this one out tonight? Yeah, it's going to be tight, but I think he gets to the lucky number seven. Uh, hopefully, we got some good fortune in bonus time. What else is on your petting card, my man? Oh, maybe it's because after getting my ass handed to me for quite a while, I decide I finally had a good night last night. So I'm going to throw a handful of things out there for you. Let's try this. First of all, I like the over in the total between uh, the Yankees and uh, the Rays. That's at uh, seven and a half. I will take the over in the total runs there. Give me San Francisco on the run line at home and because they're getting uh, plus one and a half. And give me Tampa on the money line. Put those two together. I got a plus 177. And Brad, let's go ahead and get seduced by the juice. You were just talking about Nelly in his new digs. Let me stick with the theme that I've been talking about that game. Give me uh, Nelson Cruz over one and a half total bases at a plus 120. Ooh, I like it quite a bit. All right, uh, here are my bonus times. Got a pair of them. Uh, Actually, in a third one, too. Why not? Uh, Give me the Nationals over four and a half runs against the Philadelphia Phillies on the road, minus 120. Uh, Washington has been over this in three of six games against Philadelphia on the year, though they've lost five consecutive games. Uh, Still, they're raking at the dish uh, despite those L's. 858 post-All-Star break OPS is 792 OPS in July. And they also got a 791 OPS against Southpaws. Why is that relevant? Because Matt Moore is on the mound. A guy that's been somewhat generous here of late. He's got a 4.56 ERA over his last five starts. So I think it's at least five runs for the Nats tonight against their division rival in the Phillies. Uh, Let's go across the diamond, stay in that game, but talk about another member in the other dugout, and that is Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, The ageless wonder, I think he gets over one and a half total bases at plus 130, Lundy. Uh, He's been raking at the dish here. 370 batting average, 10 run score, 12 RBIs and 27 at-bats against the Nats this season. He's hitting 323 as well over the last 15 days. And as I told you yesterday, hopefully you jumped on Team USA, minus 39 against Iran. It's up to minus 40 at minus 105 is the juice available at DraftKings. And I'm still on Team USA. This is going to be a statement game against Iran, who I think they are going to bludgeon from start to finish. 50-plus point win for Team USA, trying to wash away the bitterness of that loss against Francais and opening Olympics action. Oh, let's get the poll results before we get out of here again. Over under 1399.5 rush yards for Dalvin Cook. 
Uh, we had 264 votes cast, and the under hit at 61.7%, 38.3% on the over. Mike at Ohio Mike 87 added, really hard for me not to take the under for any running back at that high of a mark, just the nature of the position to get injured or slightly regress. Good call yes, there, sir. Mike. Yes, I'm with sir. you there. All right, that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and review, review, would you kindly. Really helps out our show tremendously. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.